This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Uh, Nirvana. They are, uh, they're hotter than ever. If, hmm. you, if you go to the mall. <laughs> so many tees. You'll see a lot of Nirvana t-shirts uh, being worn by people who probably have never heard of the band. What's the joke? My my daughter thought Nirvana was a the name of a clothing brand. Oh, she really? didn't realize oh, it was a rock band. Hmm. Well, uh, the memorabilia sells for a lot of money. Look at this. Kurt Cobain's smash guitar from the first Nirvana tour sells for nearly $500,000 U.S. Hmm. at auction. This was a 1973 Fender Mustang smashed on stage by Kurt Cobain during the uh, 1989 tour and uh it was given to uh a, a guy who kurt crashed with for a couple nights hmm. his name's sluggo collie of the boston band hullabaloo he uh he said that cobain spied that sluggo had a similar guitar that he had smashed and proposed a trade said hey you take my smash guitar i'll take your smash guitar and uh, uh, Sluggo said, sure, got Kurt to sign the thing. So it says, yo, Sluggo, thanks for the trade. If it's illegal to rock and roll, throw my ass in jail. <laughs> Nirvana. I do love that mentality. There used to be a lot more rock songs, but we're going to rock and we don't care who knows it. And we don't care what the law does to us. If it's illegal to rock and roll, throw my ass in jail. It's cool that he wrote the band name on there, too. So you know it's legit. Nirvana, that probably drove the price up a little bit. Drew some little, what are those, flowers you think he drew on there? Looks like it. Looks like flowers or something. little doodle on there as well from Kurt Cobain. Would have been nice to let Nirvana crash at your house back in 1989. <laughs> Five hundred thousand dollars U.S. Nice little, nice little nest egg for Sluggo. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Hey, uh, did you see Giselle was spotted with a new man? <laughs> TMZ posting pictures of Giselle Bunchen and her jujitsu instructor in oh. Costa Rica together. You never want your ex with a guy who could choke you out really easily. <laughs> Don't let him get close, Tom. Keep throwing those long <laughs> footballs at him. <laughs> Don't go to the mat. <laughs> yeah, his her jujitsu instructor, Joaquim Valente. Hmm. Uh, the kids were along with them. They're, uh, Giselle's camp is saying that it is uh, completely innocent. She's not romantically involved with the guy. Uh, there was a number of people on this vacation with them. But likely story. They're they're also saying that Tom Brady's camp isn't buying the idea that they're just friends. Are you buying it, Jim? Um, no. I mean, she can do what she wants, but it is a pretty quick turnaround. I mean, I'm sure if we saw Tom on a sunny destination getaway with another lady, I think people would be like, "Whoa, was he cheating on her the whole time?" I believe there was trouble in paradise for longer than the pub the public knew about. And why would we know? Yeah. That's how it should be. Uh-huh. We shouldn't know every step of the relationship. <laughs> but uh yeah, the old jujitsu instructor, <laughs> who had that one in the uh in the pool? It's always the trainer, you know? Especially the jujitsu because you're you must be to practice rolling around all the time. Well, there's a, a post on Giselle's Instagram feed that has since resurfaced of her and her jujitsu instructor practicing different moves and no. they're basically just rolling around on the mat together, right? I don't trust the jujitsu instructor. 
the yoga instructor or the dance teacher? All too close and sensual when the class is happening. Or the golf instructor if he's yep. putting the arms around. True. <laughs> it's oh, all here, let hips. me show you how to do this. Yeah. Just uh, get, get my arms around And on that here. note, billiards instructor as well <laughs> if he does that. I don't like any of it. <laughs> yeah, listen, when you're doing any sort of physical activity that close with someone, I, I had a friend years ago who used to swear to his wife that... Uh, he was just working out with a friend from the office. Oh, we just work out together. Don't worry about it, honey. Guess who he's married to now? His workout buddy? His workout oh. buddy. Oh. Uh, Tom Brady's camp, I think you you got to have your eyes open on this one. But again, what are you going to do about it, Tom? The guy's a jujitsu instructor. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Mike Tyson and Evander Holofield. Hmm. They are, they're no longer going at each other. They have teamed up. We talked about this a while ago. We knew Mike Tyson with his marijuana company was going to be releasing edibles shaped like ears with a chunk missing out of them. Classic. Right? Yeah. And I think, Jim, you may have said at the time, you're like, well, why is Mike Tyson releasing these? Evander Holofield's the one who has the chunk missing from his ear. He should be. He should be the owner of the trademark. He should be involved in this. Well, looks like Mike reached out to Evander uh, and has got him on board. So the two of them are now partners in this venture. Holy Ears is the name of the product. (laughs) Cannabis-infused gummies shaped like Evander Holofield's ear after Mike Tyson notoriously bit a chunk out of it in the boxing ring. And they've made a pretty funny commercial for the product. Here we go. What is this? I got you your ear. No, it's not. This ain't my ear. Yes, it is. Cherry pie punch filling. My ears don't taste like cherry pie. They do. Man, they don't. Yes, they do. Why I ate your ear, I should know. Oh my well, God. Right. Holy. Somebody bit your finger off. You think 20 years later you'd do a fun little promo with them? I'm glad they buried the hatchet, Maybe. but what a wild ride. Maybe. This is what Evander says. He says, they said it's about helping people. So I said, I ain't got no problem helping people. You know, there's medicinal uh, benefits uh, to, to the cannabis sure, gummies. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't just about helping people, though. I have a feeling there might have been a bag or two of money oh, thrown yeah. a vendor's way. One as of the well. people helped is him and his bank account. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to buy a new little prosthetic ear. Sure. Earpiece. <laughs> Holy ears. Holy ears. D. Snyder from Twisted Sister. He tweeted out, question, how many bands do you listen to that you can put on their albums on shuffle and never have to skip a song? I had one, ACDC. All my other favorite bands have at least one track I can live without. I now have one more. Monster Truck. Wow. Seven albums and not a bad track on them. Hashtag don't F with the truck. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a high praise from D. That's it's high praise pretty, from anybody. But especially if somebody with credibility. Yeah. Um, they've teamed up. They've worked together. So they, oh, okay. they do have a connection there. But still, you had one, ACDC. Now you have two, Monster Truck and ACDC. Nice. Totally high praise. 
I would love to see those guys break out in the States. They did that song with Kid Rock, and I thought yeah. maybe this is Monster Truck's time to blow up. But I, I was like, I was at a party with... Um, with Kid couple, Rock? No, no, with a couple guys from Wisconsin <laughs> that my buddy is in a band who played with them. They toured years ago, whatever. And we were talking about music we liked, and I mentioned Monster Truck, like what band still rock? And they had never heard of them, but they laughed out loud at the name, and they were like, that's an amazing band name. And I was like, well, they, they should be in the States. You guys should be listening to try. these dudes. Yeah. They, they've definitely got a following down there, but uh, you know, I, I think it could be bigger, and I think maybe it will be bigger now that... Dee Snyder is mm-hmm. telling people you can listen to every single Monster Truck song and not be disappointed with a single one. Seven albums worth. Yeah, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Who is it for you? Do you have a band that you can listen to every single song that they've ever put out? Like that is, that's... Maybe Zeppelin? It's like a band who's only been around for like four or five albums you can do. It's a little easier. Maybe the Beatles. Right. But even there's some Beatles songs I don't like, Zeppelin's, like the birthday song. Zeppelin's a good... Uh, a good pick. Black Sabbath, maybe. Yeah. Some deeper know. cuts, like, you know, but, but are nice you, you to listen to anything long enough, and you're going to get sick of a few of the songs. No matter how, like, I might skip Stairway to Heaven on an off day, you know what I mean? Like, if you just heard it too many times, it's tough. But you can't deny it's a great song. It's maybe top three greatest rock songs of all time. But, you know, it's just the na- nature of how I listen to music. Queen? Queen, maybe. Queen, maybe. Everything's, every song is so well put together and composed. That's a question for you guys. D. Snyder wants to know, which artist can you listen to every single album without ever skipping a track? Peacock. I want to see your peacock. 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 Your peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? Our sports guy, Devin Peacock, is here taking a look at sports and uh, soccer. Everybody's all aboard the, the soccer bandwagon here, World Cup gets underway this Sunday. Uh, Dev, we're going over to Europe to talk about what's going on during the the World Cup with some of the teams over there. Yeah, so Norway did not qualify for the World Cup this year, and that is notable because that means we don't get to watch Erling Holland, who is the uh, striker for Man City this year, has been lighting the league up, but he does not get to play in the World Cup because he is a Norwegian. They're not in the World Cup. So what does he do for the next six weeks while the World Cup is on. He's got a vacation planned, according to the team. However, Ashton United, which is a low-level soccer team, they're part of the Northern Premier League Premier Division, which is just the longest title for a league ever. They so have, you know it's good. They have submitted, and this is legit, they have submitted a 28-day loan to Man City, saying, listen, because they're both in Manchester, they're saying to Man City, give us Holland for 28 days, we'll make sure he's He's fit and he's ready to go for when the World Cup is over. That's a, I love that in uh, in soccer. You can lend players out. It's like, hey, uh, we're not doing well. Can we borrow that guy for a bit? <laughs> Don't worry, we'll give him back. <laughs> also, I mean, right now you can't make transfers in the Premier League. However, in this low-level league, the transfers are open, so this is legal. Like, they're this is this is a public publicity stunt, of course, but it's also legit. They do want him on the team. This obviously would never happen. What would what would Man City get out of it? Just money? 
Man City, I mean, they might get a, a bit of a reprieve in the wages they would have to pay Holland, but they would get their best player playing for 28 days when he could be on a beach and doing something. I mean, but also possibly rolling his ankles. Oh, yes. I you mean, know, it's just, why would you ever bother? As a non-Man City fan, I would love to see this. As a Man City fan, never in a million years would I want to see this. Keep him away from the all-you-can-eat buffet <laughs> or possibly break his leg and end his career. <laughs> Which is more of a risk. It's still, I mean, I would just love to see the Erling Holland Ashton United jersey, you know? Just, that would be kind of like a collector's item. They could make a ton of cash from that. Sure. Why don't they ask Wayne Gretzky if he'll put on the boots too <laughs> and come on out? Why not? Throw it out there. Yeah, I'd like Wayne to play for my son's hockey yeah. team. <laughs> you think he'll do it? Thanks, Dad. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, I know you're planning a wedding. I heard a horror story from a friend of mine about a... Uh, I, I'm not going to say exactly where the wedding was, but it was in the Taz and Jim listening area mm-hmm. this past weekend. Apparently, uh, this is a friend of a friend situation. So a friend of a friend was at this wedding, and there was a plus one who was there who was apparently supposed to be a designated driver, but started getting into the booze. <laughs> Uh-oh. As plus ones many, many right. times do. And and things started going sideways very quickly to the point where they had to kick this guy out. They asked him to leave and were escorting him out of the venue. And he reached over as they were, he was like being belligerent. As he was leaving the venue, he reached over and he grabbed the table that the wedding cake was on. And he flipped it. You're kidding he me. He flipped the cake off of the uh, the table and then started like grabbing chunks of cake and he was outside and throwing cake chunks at the window. Is this a <laughs> Benny Hill sketch? <laughs> what in the... It sounds like it's out of a movie. But, uh, but... So did the, did the groomsmen perform their duties and take him out back and kick the crap I, out I of don't, him? Uh, the, the story that I heard ended with him throwing cake at the windows and the entire congregation of the wedding booing him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Boo, get out of here. You should be ashamed of yourself. Like he's a wrestling heel. Boo! <laughs> Flipping the cake over. That is crazy, man. Can you imagine? I think old, old my dad would have a few words. Oh, Pat <laughs> Kelly. Pat Kelly would be rolling his sleeves yeah. up on the way to the parking lot <laughs> to deal with that situation himself. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be that guy. <laughs> Uh, so just be weary of the plus ones. Yeah, I know. We're even weary of having a cake. We're, we're on the fence of even if we should have a cake. And because people were asking me, like, remember the cake you had at that wedding? And I, I remember I have never had cake at a wedding. It's almost just for show. It's the ritual of doing the cutting, right? It must be. That's all. That's all it is. The older, the older uh, folks always enjoy a piece of cake with their tea or coffee after the uh, the speeches. Do they? Yeah. Maybe I'm not in the in the wedding cake demo. I say we just get a McCain's Deep and Delicious, and yeah. you know, take a couple photos, spend six ninety nine, call her a day. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Did you hear about the uh, man in Niagara Falls? who was arrested for breaking into eight different Tim Hortons locations. No. Eight Tim Hortons uh, in September were broken into across the Niagara region. Niagara Falls, Welland, St. Catharines, Thorold. Uh, Canadian and American cash were stolen. 
They say that these break-ins took place after each Timmy's location was closed and unstaffed. We don't know how much money was stolen, and we don't know if the accused was a former employee. Mm. But you'd think there'd be some sort of inside information there if they... One, like, I never thought that there'd be cash sitting around at Tim Hortons after dark. Yeah, or that it'd be easy to access. Yeah, and where would it be? Yeah. Is the other question. They uh, they found a man from Niagara Falls uh, at his home, and they also found Canadian and American cash in the home. <laughs> and several stale crullers. <laughs> He's facing numerous charges related to the break-ins. Huh. Should we give this guy a uh, a name? Like, what's his uh, what's his oh, Tim Horton's bandit? Sure, sort of thing? sure. Oh man. The Horton Who Done It. <laughs> but now we know who it is. What about the Tim Moron? Okay. The Tim Moron. Yeah. The, the double, double dumbass. Because, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to make it like a cool name, like Billy the Kid, you know? Yeah, you don't no. want to encourage more people to, to break into Tim Horton's restaurants, yeah. right? <laughs> when I first saw the headline, I didn't initially think he he broke in to steal cash. I thought... He was probably looking to complete his hockey card collection. Oh, yeah, maybe. That's where the real money's at. <laughs> Get that Sidney Crosby gold meet and greet card. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. So it's uh, getting dark earlier last night. Uh, like The kids had swimming lessons at 5 o'clock. It felt like by the time we got out of there at 6, it felt like it was midnight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's dark at 5, basically. It's pretty wild, man. It uh, it happens every year, but you kind of forget, don't you? Mm-hmm. Another thing in my neighborhood, I've noticed that the Christmas decorations have started going up, and I guess the rule is you have to wait until after Remembrance Day, right? Sure. Um, but I didn't realize that I had neighbors that were literally, they had their calendar set yeah. for the 12th to, to get those decorations up there. Honestly, I'm usually a, uh, you know, December 15th kind of guy. I'm a huge procrastinator in every aspect of my life. But I think I'm going to decorate this weekend. It's Because it really does extend the holiday the, the holiday vibes, you know? Yeah. It's fun. You come home, the lights are on or the tree's up. Like well, You spend good money on those decorations as well. You might yeah. as well get more use out of them. And you never want to take them down, so you might as well have them up there. I just wonder if if I buy a real tree right now... Am I? Will it last yeah, through the like holiday season? If you, if you water it like religiously or just take the proper care, but uh, you are a real tree about. guy, right? Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love the smell. I uh, I saw Richie Guns, one of our listeners, listens to the show on Y one hundred eight. He put up his Christmas tree over the weekend. Real or fake? I, I looked almost too nice to be real. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't trust it. But you got to be careful if you are putting up decorations. When you're picking and choosing what you want to display, keep this story in mind. A deer in Wisconsin broke into a home and stayed there for hours, running from room to room, destroying everything in the house. Now, the reason the deer broke into the house, it's thought to be uh, through the window. This deer saw some some Christmas decorations. Some reindeer. Oh, he saw were... a little vixen inside. <laughs> you got it. Here is the I homeowner see. talking about the situation, how nobody believed her when she said she had a deer wandering around the upstairs of her house. Nobody can believe 
that a full-grown deer is trapped upstairs in your house and can't find its way out. He was just trying to find a way out. This is Dasher and Prancer. Prancer had an unwelcome suitor. Oh, it was Prancer. Okay, all right. Looking good these days, Prancer. <laughs> I know. I know, no wonder you're prancing around. <laughs> Man, though, once those animals do get in, like, they can get in, but they cannot figure out a way to get out. It always seems to be the way. They'll smash through a window and not be able to retrace their steps. <laughs> Because they probably jump through a bay window. That's how they always get in there. Yeah. And then they get upstairs. I, wa- I wonder if the deer at least got the job done. <laughs> you know? Now he's upstairs taking a nap. <laughs> so if you're smoking a cigarette, so if you're going to put up any reindeer decorations, uh, don't have the back end facing the window, yeah. I think, is the, the moral of this story. Peacock. I want to see your peacock. Peacock. Cock. Cock. Your, your peacock. peacock. Cock. Your peacock. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? We're taking a look at sports with Devin Peacock, our sports guy. The Washington Commanders, huh? Yeah, how about those Washington Commanders coming out strong? They beat the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles last night in the Monday night football game. What happened? Where did the Eagles go wrong? It was turnovers. Turnovers will always do in a team. The Eagles had four turnovers last night. Up until last night, they'd had three turnovers the entire season. So they had more turnovers last night than the previous eight games combined. (laughs) You turn the ball over, you're going to lose. Yeah, I I guess you'd call that an off night. An off night, but also give credit to the Washington Commanders. They are a team you do not want to play when you're undefeated. So they just knocked off the Eagles. They were 8-0. Two years ago, they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers when they were 11-0. So they relish being the underdog against those undefeated teams, apparently. Washington made me nervous. Last week, I took uh, the Vikings in the survivor pool that I'm in. And with 10 minutes left, <laughs> I, I thought the game was done. I thought the commanders had it. Luckily, the, the, the Vikings came back to win. But it just goes to show you the parody in the NFL this season is intense. The parody is intense. I mean, you look all, all around the league, uh, the NFC East, pretty uh, pretty impressive this year. The AFC East, pretty impressive this year. The NFC South, not the greatest, but all the teams are clumped together. Like the West, you know, everywhere, everyone's kind of, no one's really distinguished themselves aside from maybe the Philadelphia Eagles. Last night, one loss doesn't mean anything, but they are in a very strong position going forward. So they're not looking at a downward spiral. You think they can easily get things back together and put her back on track? Absolutely. I mean, they had some opportunities uh, to pull this out late. Some of their turnovers were just bad luck. You know, balls that bounce out. Balls that deflect, a fumble here, not stuff that happens on a regular basis. So, uh, you know, credit to Washington, but also there was some bad luck that went against the Eagles. Don't blame the Eagles. Blame the the pointy parts of the football. (laughs) I hate (laughs) when they hit the ground. (laughs) It makes the ball go in all sorts of crazy directions, doesn't it? Thanks, Dev. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Talking about Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. Tweeting out that... There are now two bands that he can listen to their entire catalog without ever skipping a track. He loves every single song they have ever put out, and the two bands are ACDC and Monster Truck from Hamilton, Ontario. Pretty sweet. Feather in the cap. We asked you guys, who is your band? 
Who could you listen to the entire catalog without skipping a song? And we've got some text messages rolling in. Lincoln Park is there's one vote for Lincoln Park. Queens in the Stone Age. Yeah, I, I would almost agree with Queens of the Stone Age there. How about this one? Undoubtedly, undoubtedly, Pearl Jam. I'm gonna have to disagree with that. <laughs> It gets it gets more difficult, as you pointed out, Jim, the longer the band has been putting albums out. Sure. So if you have a band that burnt hot and and quick, like uh, Nirvana, let's say. Sure, you know, yeah. I, I, I could probably go Nirvana. Or Sublime. They got like two albums. Yeah, yeah. and then Tragedy, and, and there's no more music from that band, so the catalog isn't that large. But Pearl Jam, couple issues. One, they've put out a lot of studio albums. Two, they've released every single concert they've ever done on <laughs> on <laughs> compact disc, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, that's a lot to get through. So the early, like the first four or five albums, I could probably say Pearl Jam, I wouldn't skip a song, but maybe some of the newer stuff. Yeah, you could probably say that like the first five Rolling Stones albums, but then there's 40 other ones that I probably wouldn't know a lot of the songs, you know? Right. Yeah. You know, there's the album that came out a couple years ago, Doom and Gloom, great song. I don't know what the other songs on the album are like. They're sure, they're fine or they're good. Probably okay. Yeah, Motorhead. There's another one. Bob Seger, Sloan, uh, Wolf Mother. That's a that's a band with a small library. Wolf Mother. One is or one. two albums, yeah. right? I, I like that we're seeing some Canadian bands on there. Sloan as well. Yeah, Sloan. Monster Truck. Matt Mays. Got us love on the Matt topic. too. Tragically Hip. Obviously, there's a bunch of votes here for Tragically Hip. Right. Let us know who is uh, who is your go-to catalog, not artist, not album. What catalog could you listen to, front to back? This is the Taz and Jim podcast.